So the other day, did I tell you this story yet about the about going to the airplane hangar? No, I didn't tell you the story. No, I'm curious. So I'm on Facebook. You ever you ever been on there? I think so. <laughs> Time or two. I don't. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> So I'm on Facebook. Actually, Tyler was on Facebook. Now that, that's a whole nother thing. He, he, we're both on Facebook. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and he goes, he's like, hey, check, check this thing out. He's like, he's like, can you, can you tell what this is? And he sends, sends me to this Facebook marketplace link. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh. And it's um, this blurry picture of an Ampeg bass amp. Okay. And he's like, "Do you?" He's like, "Do you know what amp this is?" And I go, "Uh, I have an idea of what it would be. You know, I can't really tell because it's like not in focus." And this is in an airplane hangar. No, I'm not not to that part yet. Okay, oh, man. Sorry. He's jumping the gun. Jumping. Sorry. Don't. <coughs> I'm don't done. Jump I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Just pretend I didn't say it. Just go. All right, we're rolling. <laughs> Um, but it, it says Ampeg Amp, mm. some town in Georgia. I don't remember what it was, you know. And it was like nine hundred bucks. And I was like, huh? Oh. I was like, well, if that, I said, if that's the amp, I think it is. That's a really, really good deal. Mm-hmm. And so I just like hit up a message to this person, and I don't want to dox this person, but I'll just say her her last name was Crunkleton. Which is true. Like, That's a that, fucking name, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this person Crunkleton. says... I love I that look, name. I look on the thing and it says, you know, first name and then Crunkleton. <laughs> and I'm like, hold up, Crunkleton? <laughs> you telling me I got a Crunkleton on here on the cr- Facebook? Cr- cr- cramble, cramble in? <laughs> Blurry picture of an Ampeg amp, 900 bucks, Crunkleton. <laughs> So I go okay. So I hit I hit up Crunkleton and I say, "Yo, Crunkleton." <laughs> okay, I didn't say that. I said, "Hey, do you still have this amp? I kind of want to check it out. I'm not sure. You know, I was like, is like, I was like, D- does it work? Is it in good right. condition? Whatever." Right. And they're like, "Yes." For whatever reason, didn't I didn't ask? Hey, what is this? I didn't say what right, is right, this. right. I just said whatever i just i was up for an adventure that you day. never go in that too like you never want them to know i'm the type of person where if i get a phone here if i get a text mm-hmm. and i and it and it's like a normal person text like hey just wondering i'm in town kind wondering if we can meet up or whatever right i'll just start rolling if i don't know who the person is i'll just start going with the yeah, conversation yeah. Sure, I'm free. Let's do this. There's no like who dis or anything like that. I never say who is this. <laughs> who dis? And that's gotten me into some weird <laughs> pickles, you know? <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a fan of saying who's this. I just don't really like yeah. to do it. Who dis is? It's not my it's yeah. not my thing. For better or worse. <laughs> but so uh, Crunkleton gets back to me and says, <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm around. Yeah. Here's the address. And I said, okay, I can be there. And says it's going to take me about 45 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. And um, Crunkleton hits me back and says, um, that name just, so you're, just so you're aware, 
you're not going to a house. You're going to airplane hangar. <laughs> and, and I just was like, okay, fair play. You know, I'll just see you in, see you in about an hour. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what do you expect? You know, <laughs> I'm rolling with it. This is Crunkleton. This is Crunkleton. This is what I know. Blurry hangar. picture. Yeah. Crunkleton airplane hangar. So I pull up and lo and behold, we're at a airplane hangar mm-hmm. it's weird because like there's some cars in the front yeah. and there's like a door and i look in and it's like this weird long hallway and there's like it's like very clearly like leads into like a house like inside the so somebody lives hangar. in this airplane hangar yeah so like it, there was like a house inside of it like it looked wow. like a normal house, and I wasn't trying to snoop too much, but I was like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely like somebody lives here. It's like normal like, yeah. living space." So I like ring the doorbell, whatever. I'm waiting around. I nothing is happening, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, "Okay, well, it's an airplane hangar. I, I'm guessing there's like a big, huge hangar door around the back." Yeah. So then I go around back, and it's like this big grass, like airfield thing, right. and there's like. A dozen airplane hangers, like all around, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, there there's a big door open. There's this, like a, a old lady on a on a uh, golf cart, and she's like Crunkleton, you know, somebody's here. <laughs> uh, so this nice lady comes up and is like, "Hey, I'm Crunkleton," and <laughs> she just yeah, that- no, she didn't say it. She said her first name. <laughs> hey, I'm Crunkleton. I'm just using her last name because it's hilarious. It's mm-hmm. it's. <laughs> It's such gold, dude. Oh, yeah. my God. And I'm like, and then I finally look into this airplane hangar, and it's like an estate sale, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, this is like my dad's old stuff, and my dad passed away. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But this stuff looks kind of awesome. You yeah. know, it was like this big, giant yard sale inside of an airplane hangar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm like looking around, and it's like, there's this amp. That I, you know, she takes me over the amp first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's, she's like, ah, I got a bass you can try. So I, you know, it works. And it's like, it's like the thing. Like, this is like a 1974, like Ampeg SVT. Sick. Like, this is like the ultimate rock yeah. bass amp. Yeah. Like the pinnacle. You know, this thing is amazing. And it's in amazing condition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so like, this whole thing, the amp and the cabinet for 900 bucks. And she's like, yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> that's an easy yes. The amp is probably worth, yeah, I don't know, two grand maybe, right? Like, and the cab's you probably took worth advantage another. of Crunkleton. <laughs> I no, she I'm just kidding. she kidding. knew, you know, she was like, yeah. she was a musician too. She wasn't oh, okay. like clueless. Like she knew how to hook it up and everything. Right. It wasn't that she. So I was like, okay, cool. And then I'm looking around, and there's like all these old mics, and there's like this old keyboard. Which I can kind of show you here mm-hmm. if I slowly, carefully rotate. Look at my keyboard setup right now, dude. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, Michael McDee didn't have that shit, <laughs> dude. That's rad, man. Are those like are those uh, sustain pedals that are on top of it right here? What what is on top of the key right here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is um. Let me see if it's in here. It might not be in here. Dude, I remember the one that glowed right there on the bottom, but I don't remember it. It's these cartridges. Ooh, dude. Um, so, yeah, so I got... Oh, buddy. 
I got a rad synth setup. Yeah, the bottom one is mine from mm-hmm. before. But it's like this cool old 80s like like synth rocker setup, you know what I mean? That's rad, dude. So I got that. I offered her, you know. She made away with it I, like a band. I feel I don't feel I'm not gonna say I feel bad. I, I basically we, we powered up the keyboards and like there are a couple problems and I was like I can't really offer you a ton because I don't know if they're gonna work like right when I bring them home or whatever. So I got the keyboards for like next to nothing and then also I got these mics which I'm not gonna go grab right now. Right, right. Old mics from like the eighties. That's you know? sick. And I basically said like I'll give you you know. <laughs> I'll give you like five hundred bucks for all this stuff or whatever. And right, she's right. Like, okay. So, man, it's yeah, crazy. So I don't much think cool it, stuff. It, then I don't really feel bad. Like she doesn't seem like she's taking advantage. She just wants to get rid of it. Well, she was also happy that it was going to somewhere. It was going to get used. Like it's right, all stuff right. that's going to be in use and not. It's weird just, how like, like mu- musicians sell gear like that. I bought like gear from dudes and. They do that same thing where it's like, "Hey, man," I'm like, "Dude, are you sure?" <laughs> you know, like I've done you know, that. I've done that one where it's yeah. like, "Dude, are you sure I can have?" And it's like, "Yeah, man." Like I'm just. Glad I'm also I'm not, you know, I'm not the type of person who buys stuff on the cheap and sells right. it to make a profit. I don't. I know a ton of people who do that. I don't have a problem with doing that. It's just I want stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. What's life without my stuff? <laughs> it's yeah. basically nothing. Yeah, I need my. You stuff. You could never live minimally. I don't think it's I don't just, think that's a Nate. I'm a thing. maximalist. You know what yeah, I mean? dude, <laughs> like, you're not a minimalist at all. You know, which is weird because my girlfriend is, and I'm like more like I like cramming all my shit and all my. You can see in the back, like all my pictures are just. Yeah, I like clutter up. for sure. Same, like I, I'm same. comfortable in clutter, especially same. when it's like creative clutter. Yeah, like music same. gear. So of course. But yeah, so that was my good day at the Crunkleton uh, airfield. <laughs> that name, but yeah, so dude, that apparently so everybody, rad. apparently everybody was like, who lived on this airfield was like just a, you know, airplane enthusiast pilots and stuff. Yeah, and they all just like had love, this air airplane. Uh, well, I think the music thing was sort of secondary yeah. for this guy, yeah, but yeah. it was just like, you know. Well, like, I mean, I was, it's weird too because my grandpa like. Uh, well, he was really like an like a cousin, um, but he was like my grandpa's age. He was kind of like a third grandpa. He just passed recently, and and uh, but he was such a pack rat. He had like half of my like vinyl gear, like all my vinyl, like my receivers from him, and uh, I got from him or my other uncle that passed that uh, gave me his whole like vinyl collection. And, and but my grandpa, like he had all this like he we still have like a receiver and a really nice like German turntable that hasn't even been pulled out of the box he was just such a pack rat like he just bought all this shit and you know thank you cousin grandpa yeah yeah cousin grandpa whatever you are i don't i i would normally it's, ask it, for an explanation but i don't need one and you don't cousin it, grandpa it, here's, here, here's here's the deal he, he he was a colonel in the air force he i've got a tattoo from, from him he was basically like a third grandpa to us he's my dad's like third or fourth cousin but I mean, he's my my dad's dad's age. Your so. your dad's cousin, yes. third cousin. Yes, gotcha. and he lived in the hometown where I grew up in, where I'm living right now, and and you know, and he gave us his whole estate basically. But basically, nice. it was like more of a chore than anything because my dad and I have been there like every fucking weekend, like trying to clean it up and sell it, you know. Um, but he's got a lot right on the lake, and it's beautiful, and um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, uh, 
we just got back. I went, I went like either it was last weekend to uh, my deer camp and my dad and his best friend who's we hunt with, uh, we put in a new floor in the deer camp and listened to a lot of freaking seventies jams, man. That's great. It was fun. Nice. Uh, nice. We're getting, we're hopefully we're going to get up there to bird hunt during uh, October and stuff. What those birds do to you, man? I don't know, but they taste really good. They <laughs> 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 can't help it. They taste so good. And you want to talk about free range, bro. It's, it's as free range as it What gets. did those birds do to you? They clucked at me funny, and I didn't like it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, fair enough. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I think we should probably get into the jam here. Really click. You got one? I do, but I think I think I'm gonna pull an audible. I think I'm gonna oh. I love that I love that move that you said. I'm gonna pull an audible. I think I think that's what I'm, I'm, I'm do. big and, on the sports term. Yeah, you know it's, that. it's very rare for you, but it, it was a very, very like, you know it was very I'm big on the sports terms. He loves okay. The sports terms. Um God, I'm gonna I go I'm gonna go term. with another softball. I think I'm just gonna knock it knock it out of the park but it's okay. a band that like kind of was big but wasn't that big but I, I i've realized like literally it's i've covered the 70s and the 80s and that's basically been all my picks so i'm gonna go modern because you've been going oh. modern lately oh shoot okay and i'm gonna go with uh mute math clipping that's what oh. i'm gonna go with okay yeah oof now that's one softy of a ball. <laughs> it's super soft, but it is. All right, is, let's jam it. Yeah, a dude. song I've probably heard two hundred times. It's so good, though. Like, am I yeah. wrong? <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Let's jam it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me oh, get man, it I'm here. I'm bowling it up. I'm bowling it up. You got it. <laughs> you, you just Tim Tool Man me. <laughs> Three, two, one, play. <laughs> You think those strings are real? Yes, they are. I love those vibes, man. Yep. Yep. Softball, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I had to. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, I love that. I mean, too, I haven't I picked a modern song. one. That's my. That's that no, was that's, my whole that's thing. That's totally cool. Yeah, that's yeah. totally cool. You picked a lot of modern, so I, I had to. I had to. Come, yeah, I had to come. I, yeah, I mean, I I'm trying to you know be the yin to your yang. You know, I dig what I'm it. Saying? I dig it. Um, but, I love this song. <laughs> I love this record. This so a lot like. I'm a massive Mute Math fan, of especially the first two records. Mm-hmm. Um, this record now is easily my favorite. Same of theirs. Same. It uh, used when, to be when their it came self, out. But... When it came out, it wasn't yeah. the case. Yeah, their self title no. was still my favorite. But now, with the, with a little distance, it's like so far and away their best thing. I literally found. I've close. literally found out about this record, which is weird because I didn't keep up with them but i i found out about this record on uh, on a, at a show in the worst place imaginable and i think you know where it is 
I don't. I'm not following you. Fucking yet. Buffalo, man. We played. We played uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, Minnesota. Oh, I the, thought you bu- the, meant the Buffalo toy box or whatever the fuck that. No, not the toy no. box. What the fuck was that name? What was the name of that 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 venue we used to play? The with? Vault. The Vault. We played the Vault. Bobby was playing it, and I was like, "Shit, this song." You came weren't. On. You weren't into this band before that. Oh, of Certainly course I was. You, you and I watched that. That like we literally like burned a hole in that DVD that you had. That that the the live electric one of, fun yes. yeah but isn't okay no oh, okay. that was the, the no, record before that was the yeah. one before so that was yeah, their yeah. self title I didn't know they came out with it and Bobby was playing that song and that's what got me but into certainly this one. I was listening to this already so of why you, you were. just weren't but you I were just, just ignoring me probably just not paying attention I don't know you know me You're do I pay attention world. do I pay I'm, attention now? I'm blaming that on girls man yeah I would you're probably would, like yeah. Yeah, Worry, suck, concerning yourself and, with some girl type situation. Of course, and and I didn't know that that uh, that they even had even come out with a new one, and yeah, I think uh, I think you 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 hit the nail on the head, man. Like I legitimately like think that this record is better. You know what I mean? Like I when I first came out because I remember like Wait, watching better than girls. No, no, no. Yeah, well, of oh, course, <laughs> of course, joking. better than girls. But I'm yeah. I'm saying that. Like, and also, I'm not I'm not blaming the girls. I'm blaming you. I don't have anything bad to say about the girls. No, <laughs> you were no. I you, <laughs> I'm blaming you for this. You don't have to. This you don't have not... to preface it, man. <laughs> like we get, we all know that Ryan had shitty luck with girls. Okay. Anyway, so what I'm saying is, is this record. When it first came out, I wasn't at. I was so in love with that first, with their first full length. Mm-hmm. Not like even their EP, I was really in yeah, love with. That, I came before I went even came to Minneapolis, but but when I heard their full length, I was just obsessed with it. I mean, it's it's so good. There's such, ugh, man. There's such a good band, and I don't know what happened in their later stuff because I couldn't get into it. But man, this record and their first record, Odd Soul was sick. Even the one that came after it was was decent. They had a couple decent tracks on it. And then like the last like two or three records in the more recent years, they it just they didn't hit me. But man, Armistice is such a good freaking record, dude. It's such a good record. Yeah. Like, like, I mean I I don't know. I, I don't have a lot to say about like their later records. I saw them some, live some in of their which, later stuff. Some of which I liked a lot, and you some at I least didn't. got you at least got to see them live during this this time. So I never I never saw them after this record. Yeah, um, you saw them during the. But the I probably saw them closer to ten times between this record and the when they started. Yeah. I saw them like probably three or four times before their first record came out. And then I saw them every time they came to town on their first album cycle. Yeah. And then I saw them on this uh, album cycle as well. So, I mean, sheesh, man. I mean, they were like the best. They're still in my top five of the best live shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, just like incredibly engaging, intelligent pop music. That's what this record's, you know, yeah. this is indie rock music that's got like massive hooks that you can sing along to i do think the the one of the issues this band had was like i don't think um paul meany who's the lead vocalist i just don't see him as like 
his voice isn't universal enough for them to break through the ceiling into like the general market, like super yeah. strong. Which is like that's just taste, right? Like, but I, I just always thought like his voice just kept people enough people back. You know? Do you think so? Yeah, for sure. So you I think, think that was what it was? A different vocalist, they could have easily been like a massive band. And that's not like here, like like uh, that's he's an incredible that's like, singer. That's that's a that's a hot dude, take. It's mate. never that's been a hot about, take. Bro. It has literally never been about being a good singer ever. No, no. it's l- in in <laughs> modern music. It's never been about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm lit. Uh, all more I'm about saying your swagger. You think? Like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that either. It's like, dude, this is the harsh reality. It's just like being an actor or an actress or a model or whatever. Yeah. Some people are not conventionally, like, uh, have a mass appeal, right? Like, they right. just don't. Yeah. His voice does not work for a mass appeal. That blows my mind. But it's the truth. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not saying that, like, to be, to, like, sp- spit some hot take or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They never broke into the mainstream in a they real did. way. No. But not in a real, well, dude, they were on Kibble a bunch. Like, they were, they no. were there. They were okay. Right. If, if you want to call I, that I the mainstream, say, I would say they're a band that has been right on the cusp of the enti- their entire career. And do you know right why the they haven't been over that? Apparently because of Kapal Mini. But I don't. No, I'm I don't not. Get I'm just it. saying. Like he I don't get it have... because that dude's voice is incredible. Right. I. You know? But it's not like it's. It's just like one of those. Uh, you know, and there's no point in arguing about it. And and like I'm you're not, welcome I'm to di- you're welcome to disagree with me. But I just feel like, like, and the, I obviously love the band, so I'm not trying to say no, anything no, bad no, about no, it. No. I'm just trying to say, like, that was kind of their big hurdle is like, they don't have a conventionally, like, especially during this time. This is a cutthroat industry, right? You know, in the in the early 2000s, and then now this this being like the late late 2000s, yeah. Like, dude, if you know, if you don't got the right sound or the right voice, there's a hundred other indie rock bands that the um the general market is trying to gobble up. So, right. And they don't care that you got some cool drummer and you got some cool, crazy guitar effects. <laughs> they're, and stuff. they're drummer. Right. But what Darren I'm saying King is like is the, the best drummer of all time, the general, uh, the general market doesn't nuts. care about that. They yeah. don't look at the band and go like, well, you know, you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't work that way. So mm. that was our, that was sort of like what got in the way. And I think they chased that, pretty hard in the last on um, in the last couple records yeah where they were just like we are gonna get our slice you oh, know bye. yeah that's my they- that's my interpretation mm-hmm. I, they always did creative stuff so i'm not trying to take that away from them yeah um but i feel like that yeah they were always trying to write like great pop music and they did really they really did you yeah. know yeah so it's like the question of like why you know like paul meany then goes on to Dude, produce the 21 pilots right 21 here. pilots and it's like that dude has a super commercial sounding voice you know what yeah. i mean like when i hear that guy's voice i go like this radio eats this up right mm-hmm. and like dude the piano part on this song on clipping 
sounds so much like one of the piano parts on the twenty one pilot new twenty one pilots record. There's yeah. like a almost identical piano part. That it's crazy. He's like following on his left hand with a bing bong 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 and it's like Yeah, it's like this rolling arpeggiated yeah, part. It's There's super arpeggiated, a, yeah. Almost exactly the same part occurs on the twenty one pilots record. I think that's great. Like I'm super happy that he's like able to influence I don't need my my bands that I that I love don't need to break into the general market because I'm not interested in that. But right. it's cool that he can like be influential and like move the dial in his own way, you yeah. know. Um but yeah, I love I love this record. I love this band. I you know, they they had a great career, a career that I think I don't know any of them personally, so I don't know you know how they view their success or whatever but i would be super proud of what they accomplished I if i was that, them i just think that like it just bugs me i don't know it just bugs me I, I, but it's like you you you're a singer you also know that this is the way it works of course right? i do like if Which the singer isn't isn't what it doesn't appeal to like well i mean that's super the, broad the, audience literally the 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 epitome of my career it's just like i just don't have that you know that thing you know what i mean like and, that thing but, that, but that's the thing is like it's it's getting easier to not have that thing and still have a successful career right and mute math sort of proves that yeah yeah that like they had a successful career without really breaking into like right. radio where right, you, right. you're walking through starbucks and you're hearing their songs you know what i mean mm-hmm. like Without all that, you're still seeing a band that's like playing these great tours and having great production right, value. And like, right. dude, this record is mixed by Mike, Michael Brower. That's one of the best mixing engineers in the entire business. Like, yeah, he absolutely killed this record. He's one of my all time favorites. Yeah. So it's like they're working with the best people. The next record is mixed by Chad Blake, which is like, he's like one of the most enigmatic and like insane mixing engineers. Yeah. They're like, any band would be so lucky to work with, you know right, what I mean? Right, so like, yeah, they're course. working with the best people. Mm-hmm. They're doing the, you know, they're having these amazing records. So we shouldn't feel bad <laughs> for that or whatever. It's not that I feel bad. You know? I just, I legitimately think it's, it's one of those bands to me that like never really got their, their like, I mean, they did, but I'm, it, you know, we can move on, but I, I'm just yeah. saying that like legit, like, I thought that should that should be like the newest thing. They should be the new Coldplay. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, dude. But it's like, dude, compare the voices and like, dude, there's no competition. You know what I mean? The vocals and the melody choices in Coldplay are designed for people to just like for Belt. anyone to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say that as like I love Coldplay. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? Like I love Same. that band. I and found I out that that's Mute a math. hot take. Like a lot of the rocker dudes that I hung out with in Minneapolis, like were like made, made fun of me, and I'm like, dude, I, dude, fuck you. Like Coldplay's dope. Like they're they merit. I would say too. fine. Don't don't you know? Uh, if you don't love Coldplay, great. Don't you know? Analyze their music and learn from all this amazing stuff that they've gotten to do. Right. And like all the amazing songs that they've written. Right. You are just missing out. Like if you right. want to get good, if you want to like understand popular music, yeah, yeah, that's on you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Now, then again, nowadays Coldplay isn't super relevant, so that's <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of gone away. But they like tried. ten, ten years ago, yeah. ten years ago, that was a thing where people were like, dude, I hate Coldplay, and it was like, okay, f- fine. Like that's yeah, you don't have to like it, but it's like I 
really like it, and I've learned a lot from, of course, you know, diving in on that stuff. And as a musician, parachutes up to Viva, I think. I think those are all pretty much perfect records. Same, same. Every single fucking song on that those records are perfect. Yeah. So. I don't know about that, but they're all they're they're great records. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'd have to think about it more before I make sure. that claim. But, sure, but what I'm saying um, is like you said, they're all perfect. I I agree, and and and, yeah, and this is mute math is like like a methed out version of that, like where it's just like it's that times like a billion with intensity and with with there's some musicianship awesome pop songs on this record, like with musicianship, just such and cool with, stuff. Yeah, dude, and 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 like the same thing. It's like the way, same way I feel about Coplay as I feel about Mew Math, where it's like I like, you know, their EP up to you know, uh, what was the record after Odd Soul? I can't remember. So there you go. So basically, EP <laughs> to Odd Soul. I was like, yeah, great records. You know, they're just fucking vitals. Full. Vitals and play dead. Vitals was one. okay. I, I, I yeah, I would say up to Odd Soul. Up up to Odd Soul. Odd Soul was cool. Britannia is a good song. Um, I, I, you know. Oh, it's great. There's great stuff on Odd but, Soul for sure. Yeah. Anyway, I I uh, I gotta I gotta do this one. I'm just gonna do the lyrics and then we can go into yours. But the lyrics are good. Uh, feeling all alone, carrying bottled skies around. I've been drowning all along, weared out in a faltered sea, and I give up. Common sense failed again, meddling in a foreign sea, foreign tree. Oh, time spent out of the sun, daring me with another choice, another choice anymore. I don't know what to f- who to fight anymore. I don't know what what is right anymore. I d- anymore. I don't know who to fight anymore. I don't know what is right anymore. Uh, um, what? Oh shit! So he just repeats. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I thought it was more. It's just anymore. I don't. I don't know who to fight anymore. I don't know. Who, this one is cool. Anymore. I don't know who to trust anymore. I don't know what I want anymore. Anymore. I don't know who to blame anymore. I don't know what to say anymore. I think the the cool thing is is. With the fewest words that he used, like he gets across the biggest point, which is literally maybe it just hit me in the right time. Where at that time I felt the exact same way. I was like, you know, I was getting out of like the CCM scene and I didn't really know who I was or like what, you know, you know, what was true. You know, I mean, like I didn't didn't understand what, what truth was anymore because all the bullshit that was going on in the world, you know. That mm-hmm. song just hit me in a very perfect time, and it always stuck with me. So that's my turn. yeah. I've never really cared about Mute Math's lyrics, um, and that I I don't even know. <laughs> I haven't even paid enough enough uh, attention to them to even know if that's like a detriment to their, you know, possible mainstream appeal or not. No, because um, I don't care. Because the lyrics to their for their stuff has never really matters more like i said it's more color palette it's more like feeling right. and right. whatever and like you know what i mean you just you can attach yourself to like a few lines here and there but their lyrics just never hit me like they like a line has uh, from any of their songs never hit me in like a really poignant profound way, way. hey guys ryan here from sultan's a slap we were having a little technical difficulty at this point in the episode luckily for us Zoom records the audio, so it may sound a little less crisp, but, you know, 
it is what it is. Uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. No, yeah, it just never really happened. Um, yeah. which is fine. Like I, I'm one of the. I think that's more reserved for like folk tunes and stuff, and and a lot sure, of like the yeah. folk artists you and I like mutually like have you know David Ramirez and like a bunch of dudes like where it's like. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm not saying sense. that only folk songs can like. No, but lyrically, but like, yeah, I don't. Something about the way he delivers. Like I said, we could kind of dive in on on how the vocals are. We don't produced, have to, <laughs> but it's like there's something about the way they produce the vocals that i never really end up thinking too much about the lyrics which really probably a good thing for them yeah you know what i mean like it's just a part of the music you know yeah um sometimes like overthinking lyrics is like not a great thing especially if it's not super strong lyrics you know what i mean so yeah if you can have this really cohesive thing going on that can be pretty cool sometimes mm-hmm. but it slaps yeah. obviously yeah yeah I think that Obviously is a, another certified slapper. Honestly. No doubt, dude. That song is so sick. <laughs> All right. No. Um, give me two dude. seconds. I'm going to go piss. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to like no, break, I'll, but I'll, I'll be back too. All right. All right. All right. I'm ready. I've got my tune. I'm trying to be the, I'm trying to be the counterweight to you. Okay. That That works. Right, I'm trying to dangle. That we tracks. Gotta, there's <laughs> a <laughs> there's a fulcrum and a lever, right? <laughs> and you're dangling on one end. I'm trying to be the dangle on the other end. Okay? <laughs> I get you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You catch my drift. I smell what you're stepping in, my man. <laughs> Righteous. Righteous. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going. And I'm not picking. There's a couple of these I like. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's a couple I like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm he going. Likes with, them. <laughs> I'm going with my second fave. And right, also looks like pretty much everybody's second fave. Let's go. We're going Paul Davis. We're oh, going shit. Cool Night. All right. First off, this song's called Cool Night. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> dude, this guy's fucking face. Oh, dude, my dad showed me this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the one my dad said, but this is the one that my dad was like, you might need to add this. One. I was like, nah, he goes, yeah, I listened to this when I was like making out with a girl. Once. <laughs> it's like, was it mom? He's like, well, no. And I was like, why the fuck would I want to know? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Your dad and I might be on the same wavelength. Cool yeah. night. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Now, me off, bro. I don't need to preface this, but I will. <laughs> all right let's hear it it's 1 a.m yeah you're at the grocery store uh-huh you gotta pick some stuff up you've been <laughs> you've been negligent you've got an empty fridge and then you hear this song playing on on the stereo on the on the uh supermarket stereo yeah all right you ready <laughs> yeah <I'm good. laughs> yeah uh, that's totally a perfect one okay here we go at the grocery three two one play come on over it's gonna be a cool night just let me hold you by the firelight if it don't feel right you can go oh yeah oh. let me crank this north yeah Ooh, this is exactly the one that my dad showed me. 
change. Yeah, <laughs> key change, baby. Oh, modulate. Another key change. <laughs> oh, not another one. A lot of modulation on that outro. Ah, oh, huh? so much modulation. Feel right. Yeah. And honestly, a great fade out. A fade out I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. not a fan of the fade out, or at least I, I wasn't in my more in my younger times, in my stupider times. Yeah, you were. I didn't understand the the purpose of a fade out, and now I feel like I'm very comfortable with. I a, think it's because we didn't live in the '70s, so that's well. You know, no, it's not just <laughs> '70s. That. The fade out was the thing. It's you just know, under, like understanding. I mean, fade outs obviously have become way way less popular, mm-hmm. but understanding how they can be used in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, hey, hey come on, you know, uh, you know. Dude, okay. that my dad literally was like, I was playing Michael McDonald the other day, and we just sat there, drank beer on my mom's swing, and he was like, these were the panty poppers. <laughs> he, and he just literally, like, had a list, and every time the song would, like, get to the fade out, he'd be like, all right, go to this one. <laughs> this was one of them. <laughs> this song is awesome, dude. Slapper. It slaps. It slaps Good. hard. Good to hear. It's yeah. obvious. Once you think about yourself in the supermarket, you know. This is like, <laughs> yeah, if dude. you hear this song at the supermarket, this is the best night of your life. You know what I'm saying? This like, reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you're, I know you're not, you're not a huge fan of Bill Burr, but he's like my favorite comic. And he has an animated show called F is for Family. And, uh, in it, <clears throat> his son is like trying to be a aspiring musician, you know. And he starts off. His band's name is is uh, is uh, is uh, the Shire of Frodo. <laughs> and Dang, he's basically dude. like, it's basically like a really proggy, like Led Zeppelin-y, but proggy type thing. Yeah. And literally, like he gets a record deal and <laughs> with the with the local record store, and the guys. trying to like change him because it was during this time you know what i mean like during this like late 70s Mm, and he's he changed it to like all of his songs were about catamarans going off into the (laughs) yacht rock baby (laughs) exactly exactly and i mean if we want to go to yacht rock episode i could i got a, I got a couple yeah i don't know if you could if you could say that this is yacht rock uh that maybe this song is is. reminiscent but i don't i would say this that that Paul Davis is not a yacht rock artist. Yeah, yeah. But I would say this does really evoke a yacht rock sensibility. Yeah. Right? Dude. Like true. It's sailing. It's crisscross. It's Michael McD. It's it's got know. that thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I legitimately have thought about getting a, a tattoo with like a a sailboat and and two crossing boat shoes. Like <laughs> Just that says yacht rock. <laughs> I think it'd be a perfect tattoo, but I don't know where to put it. <laughs> I'm just like, nah. Right on you, Schmeckle, my man. <laughs> just right. <laughs> if it don't sound like Paul Davis, just pop I that thing on your pepper, <laughs> my man. <laughs> oh god. Oh god, that's funny. No, that that slaps for sure. I, sure. I, I mean, this is a song you would pick. Like you said, your dad basically told you to do this song. He I, would, I, did, I had no clue. He, it's like this, and then he, he. anytime I play like Marvin Gaye 
Mm-hmm. Or that's Mike a totally McGee different thing, though. I, it is, it is. But yeah. like, and then that the, the I played him a Marvin Gaye song, and that's what he goes. Oh, that's he goes. We used to call that bra popping music. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> dude. Like, cool, man. <laughs> Dang, pops. <laughs> the seventies dudes loved the titties. Man. That was their thing. Uh, no, this this slaps. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I don't want to go too far down this road, though. You know what I mean? Like, like you better not. Yeah. Next, okay. There's podca- Seriously, there's literally next, podcasts that that have like dedicated themselves to this, and we can't soil ourselves with this nonsense. Like, no. if if next episode you pick Little River Band's Lonesome <laughs> Loser, I'm done. If you pick Lonesome Loser by Little River Band, oh, I'm dude. out. No, I no. am literally out. Yeah, we can't. We that's the thing is like I think the 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 whole yin and yang. I think that's a good a good thing to go off of. Okay, we gotta set some ground rules. We gotta yeah. set some ground rules. I no think Chicago. It's like, Chicago's out. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, Chicago's you gotta out. be kidding me. Chicago's out. <laughs> Dan Fogelberg, he's out. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Fogelberg is out. You know, that's my dad's favorite artist. I have every fucking <laughs> is that album yet. Is that true? <laughs> it's true. My dad loves Dan Fogelberg. Loves him. Gordon like, Lightfoot? Really, he's out. <laughs> Lightfoot, I'm, I'm okay with. Uh, okay. What about uh, uh, Jeff Rotol? You, you, you against it? He's out. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Seals and Crofts? We're out. <sighs> I don't like Summer Breeze, though. That song sucks. <laughs> Dan Fogelberg is not. We're not doing it. Fuck, man. Dude, there's a good. I'm No, th- that you can't say that because there's a good song that I'm going to do one of these episodes. Okay. If you surprise me with Dan Fogelberg, I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. It'll I'll be a good. It. It'll be. A, it'll be a good one. It's not one of his like lovey-dovey tunes, which is. Fogelberg is back in. <laughs> He's back in the game. You gotta hit me with these lyrics, dude. I gotta hear. I gotta hear what oh, he's saying. I don't, I, yeah, okay, dude, you gotta pull up. them up. I'll pull them up. Pull them up on the web, I'll and then we'll up. and then we'll we'll. Uh, you know cross- they're gonna be good, though. I know we're gonna crisscross our way out of here as soon as you tell me these. Okay, you know these things are gonna be good. I'm ready, I'm ready. I sometimes wonder why all the flowers have to die. I dream about you, and now summer's come and gone, and the nights they seem so long. Come on over tonight. Come on over. It's going to be a cool night. Just let me hold you by the firelight. If it don't feel right, you can go. That's nice, you know? If it's yeah, not, dude, it's at not least working, he's not, you can go. Yeah, he's like, he's like, dude, no harm, no foul. You can get the fuck out. That seems, that seems, like, uh, you know, that seems like progress. It's, it's less rapey than most <laughs> of the 70s songs. Yeah, I get it. Oh, when the cool night brings back memories of a good life <laughs> when this love was not so old. Mm. Oh, I won't talk about the past. How's love supposed to last forever? You know, hey. hey. And you and you don't have to take it's a, a stand. Lay out any plans. Come on over tonight. Come on over. It's going to be a cool night. Somebody hold me by the firelight. If it don't feel right, you can go. I mean, honestly. Man. There you go, man. Dude, that's that's progress. That's nice. With that, that's honestly, nice. That's progress. That's nice. Dude, most most like seventy songs, like it's like let me grab her titties, but like in some sort of innuendo way, you know what I mean? Like 
That one, he's just kind of like, if it doesn't feel right, dude, you could you could bounce. That's a I'm big cool. vibe check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song is for real. Let's be real mm-hmm. about it. It's real sexy, man. All right, man. I think we did it. Mission accomplished. Yeah, dude. Two slappers, two episodes in a row. I'm cool two with it. Slappers, two episodes in a row. Bringo. Sick. All, All right, right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we are Salt and the Slap, and we'll see you next week. Later. Later.